0: That's BlueNile.com.
1: Center this year is a crazy position. There's so many guys that can do a great job in your team. Will you start with them now, or will you go for the mid-rangers and also the cheapies? There's guys like Joey Manu, who I think are going to be a staple on a lot of people's sides by the end of the season, maybe during the middle. Will you start with him with that dual position center and wing fullback? There's obviously guys like Selwyn Cobo who's... Getting into a little bit of trouble at the moment. There's a little bit of turmoil at the Broncos, but he has that jewel as well, and he's an upcoming great player. You've got Val Holmes, who covers a lot of bases there, kicking goals and dominating on that left side. For the Cowboys, you've got guys like Stephen Crichton and Tungo, who can do really well in an awesome Panther side. We can talk about Talakai and also Ramian who are the two guns for the Sharks. You have Jackie Bird who has that jewel as well and will be a little bit more consistent than a lot of these guys. And then we can finish with a couple of boom or bust types of players in Farnworth and Gagai. So stick around guys and we'll learn about these players. So Joey Manu, 51.1 average last year was absolutely incredible and clearly the top guy in this position. Is he someone you want to plug into your team straight away or will that 107K or more be used better elsewhere. Pros for him when he played at six, he averaged sixty nine. When he aver- when he played at one, he averaged sixty three. So obviously lesser games for him in those positions. But if there's injury to any of the you know, the Walkers, Kiries, or Tedesco, then he is going to be very much a must have at that point. He's got- will he potentially have that roving role in the middle? Will he be able to do what he li- do what he likes? Will he be able to work with Tedesco as that roving one? Not sure but he will be a great option at some point during the year. The cons for him, he averages 45 at center, so it's a little bit under what he is averaged and priced out right now. And, yeah, I think I suppose that's the biggest one for him, Joey Manu, but it's going to be a great option at some point. Campbell Graham, a 623K, average of 43.6 there. The pros for him, the five tries and the eight assists is actually fairly low for a guy that played a lot of games this year. He changed a little bit between the right and the left, so... You know, most most teams have a better left side, and that's very clear with the bunny. So if he can play on the left, I think there's a little bit of upside for him. But other pros, there's no massive scores, So he's just pretty consistent across the entire year. But you're looking for him to get a few 70s and 80s this year, which just didn't happen. I think he's definitely an improving player. Obviously, he's still really young. He's played a lot of years now. But... He's someone that will be in contention for Origin. He probably won't play. He doesn't seem to be able to get that opportunity. They've got Tom Jabojevic to fit in as well as the Trell. And these types of guys who didn't actually play last year in Origin. So I can see that not being a factor. And it's a decent chance that he is an option at some point during the year. Cons for him, this is actually his highest average so far. So do you think he can improve? That is the question. Selwyn Kovo, obviously big question marks on him. Unfortunately, he's priced right up there. He's, he's average a 39, but he's priced the same as Val Holmes. So he's got a 43.5 uh, price point there, unfortunately. Pros for him, he does have a 45-plus average uh, from round nine onwards. So he started pretty poorly. And you know, surprisingly, because the Broncos actually had a good start, but during the middle of the year, him and Corey Oates, both wingers had a great middle part of that season and was, you know, was solid in the back end as well. He's obviously an improving superstar in the making and that dual position is great. So I think at some point he could be interesting. Does he get a chance at fullback at some point if there's injuries? Who knows, you do have Reese Walsh there in that one. Cons for him, obviously priced up that four points. He's in a pretty average team and he is a winger in this position. So centers are going to be a little bit more consistent. If you're looking for someone more consistent then Cobbo, is not your man. Val Holmes, a 620K. Just seen the center, no dual this year. Pros for him, obviously a gun in a good team. And he's getting great at playing actual centre. He's obviously played some fullbacks, some wing, and some centre there. The goals for him is a big deal, obviously with the Cowboys scoring a lot of tries. And only had three assists last year, which I think can really uh, he can really improve on upon that coming into this season. Cons for him, obviously the highs and lows. He has some scores in the seventies and eighties, and then has some pretty low ones there as well. What I will be saying with him though is I think he's priced pretty close to that max, so I think he'll be out. He'll be a top five gun this year again. But I just don't think you're going to get much value on him from the top. Zach Lomax there, six sixteen, average forty three point one, pretty good to be honest. In a team that's not very good, you know, he does a lot himself. He kicks goals, so you know, an elite goal kicker in that sense. Super, super talented. He does a little bit of everything. I see the goals. He he has an awesome flick pass. He yeah, does a lot of everything, as we said, but just run meters a, a little bit down for him and just doesn't do enough of everything. So there's no clear thing he he stands out in to get big points. He does have you a know, solid amount of tackle breaks, everything in the like there, but tackles aren't you know super high. The run meters aren't great either. So there's a few things there, obviously being amongst a bad team as well, but I just don't think he does everything to be able to average close to that 48 to 50 mark, which we'd probably want him to be able to do. Stephen Crichton there, a 6'14", with the average of 43 last year. He had a great year, obviously started really strong, had the goal-kicking, and that's something that he does lose, unfortunately, this year. I think he's priced up pretty high as well. A lot of players were looking to move him on last year when Cleary came back, and he kind of just held up and down that scoring in a good team, which which shows that, really, if you're a mid-range type of player – and have some type of talent in a good team, you're going to score pretty well, uh, even if it is a little bit inconsistent, the 25 into a 50-odd like that. Pros for him, obviously, uh, 22 in base isn't terrible at all. Uh, He's improving as a player, and he's in an awesome team. So if you're interested in him, then go for it. I'm personally more interested in Isaac Tungle, who I'll speak about right now, actually, while we're here. 605K, average of 42.4 for him. He has a 26 base, so a little bit better And that of Crichton, which I see is a big tick. He's obviously in a great team. And this will be his second full year in the NRL where Crichton's played a couple more than that. So I think Tango there... He has plenty of improvement in him. I think there's a chance that he does average over 45 this year and puts him into that top five, which I think you you can start with him from the beginning or you can look to pick him up potentially after their buy in round three. So that's a little bit of an issue for them is just the fact that he will miss out in round three there. And if you're looking to pick up Cleary at the start, then you don't have too many guys having that buy early. Cons for him, obviously having an amazing year might mean that he's fully priced, but I think that there's a good chance that he can improve on that there, Jackie Bird. So he has that dual, as we said, 607K, average 42 and a half. averages 44 on an edge, which I think is a pro, and you can see the consistency for him is pretty solid. There's a bunch of 30 scores, there's a bunch in the 60s as well. He did play, he did spend some time at lock as well. But the main issue for him, I see, is that his versatility can move him into the centers at some, at some stages. The upside isn't really there. He's someone that does miss a bunch of tackles and he's in a, a pretty average team. So if, if that edge to center jewel just probably bumps him up ahead of other guys, then that could work really well for you. See, So 601K, he comes in at 42.1 of an average. The pros for him, I just think he could have a big streak. You saw it last year. He was able to hit 100 at one point of the year and get some big scores and, and really, you know, take over a few games and run over a few players there a few opposing centers Morgan Harper being one of them uh, he definitely he got, he was able to get an origin experience and he's in a good team so there's a, plenty of things going for him the main issues for Talakai, are the fact that he's a little bit inconsistent and I think most of his value is priced in if you're able to hit a hundred and have a bunch of good scores you're pretty well average right up there unless he's able to do something similar and hit some 80s and 100s again, like he did last year, I don't see a lot of value with him. And I see a very similar story with Jesse Ramian there at 587. That's a slight bit cheaper, just a one point in the average less. He's also in the great team. He has great attacking stats. He just seems to average very similar to this most years. And it's just too low as a center guard. You see him coming in at 10. I just don't see a lot of improvement in his scoring. And the base is not as good as someone like Tungor, uh, or even Stephen Crichton with a 20 base there in run meters, and uh, and also the tackles there, including the, the missed tackles is how I work out that base. And the last two, Herbie Farnworth at 570k, a 39.9 average. The pros for him, he's obviously a really, really good attacking player. Main issues I see is the fact that he's fairly inconsistent, there's pretty low tackles, and you know, high amount of tries, which is very much priced in to this average. He's in a pretty average side as well. So Farnworth definitely has a little bit of improvement in him. As an attacker, he's great, but I think there's better options around. Dane Gagai, 560, 39.2 is his average. The pros for him, obviously consistent each year at center or fullback. He's always around that 39 average there. I think he needs to be in a better team. We saw he had stages at the, bunnies where he had you know average 45 to 50 at certain times and was kind of a must-have he's also done that with the knights he hits a 72 and a 71 to, to kick off the year last year a lot of people will bring him into their side there weren't many that started with him but then they got burnt after that so a lot of these centers guys are going to be a little bit streaky do you have them in your team at the start of the year do you look to start with midis and also cheapies and move up to some of these guys because there's a bunch like tango and you know bird that's going to be very very uh, consistent val holmes and joey manu cobo potentially even graham that you're probably going to want in your side at some point in the year you're going to want two guns that are going to be averaging somewhere in the 40s do you pick them up now or do you pick them up later that is the question you have to ask yourself